Hey there, everybody. For those who don't know, this show used to be a Patreon-only show. However, now I've decided to release them all out to the public. Over the next couple weeks, I will be releasing these shows entitled From the Vault. So if you're listening to anything that uh, seems outdated, it's because it was recorded last year. Please enjoy the show. If you're listening on YouTube or Rumble, please hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a comment. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and leave that five-star rating, okay? It really does help the show. And I love you and I thank you for it. All right, we'll see you soon. People are strange. strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. That is strange. Well, that is strange. This is strange. Strange. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Strange Sana. Today is going to be a steamy one. Ooh, I can feel it. I'm getting sweaty already. We're going to be breaking down the viral video of Kanye West claiming that his mother was sacrificed for his fame. All right, we'll be looking at the history of, you know, he's, this isn't the first time that he's said this. He said this throughout his, uh, his career. So we'll be looking at that. We're going to examine in this video, Kanye claims that Michael Jordan, Bill Cosby, and Dr. Dre all sacrificed family members for their fame. We're going to look into the claims that Shaq, Charles Barkley, LeBron James, Jay-Z, Beyonce are all being controlled by the Illuminati. Closing the show, we'll be watching a clip of YouTuber David Dobrik, Dobrik, where he describes a friend of his being asked to kill a family member to become whatever she wants, right? So it's going to get real. It's going to get crazy. So let's get started, everybody. So yeah, let's let's dive into Kanye's history first because back in 2010, he had this freestyle. So his his mom died, Donda, when she went in for some surgery, right? This was some like cosmetic surgery, I think like a breast reduction and and some other uh, you know, it's seemingly like a, a harmless surgery, but there was complications to that and she died in 2008. Now, Things got really weird. Uh, Kanye kind of had his his next album that that came out that was a little bit more singing, uh, a little bit more dark, and this is kind of where he kind of fell off his rocker, and and you know seemingly so because he was very close to his mom. Now in 2010, he had this freestyle rap where he stated that he sold his soul to the devil, and this song actually became Eyes Closed on a later album. So let's listen to what he said during that that little freestyle here. Too scared to stand up for something. They scared to lose their fucking house. Or they scared to lose their record deal. I sold my soul to the devil. Oh, I know it's a crappy deal. Lisa came with a few toys like a Happy Meal. I'm spaced out, dog. I be on that moon talk. Moon talk? I wonder if God asked Mike how to moonwalk. Okay. All right, so you guys get the gist, right? He was he was saying that he sold his soul to the devil, and, you know, that's a common phrase that people say, especially rappers. So I could just see, yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, a turn of the tongue, so to speak. Not necessarily anything is is hard evidence, but... He did have some moon talk in there. I like that. I'm like, hey, I like moons. Let's talk about that. Nonetheless, yeah, that was that was a little interesting, eye-opening. 
Um, the the cover of his Eyes Closed album is is bizarre as well, so everybody should check that out. Uh, here's another thing. Hours after the 2009 Video Music Awards, where Kanye infamously interrupted Taylor Swift's VMA Award acceptance speech, Kanye met up with some friends at the Corner Bistro in New York City's West Village. Now, someone secretly recorded Kanye's conversation. It was more of a rant, really, where he was mentioning his mother dying for his fame. Gawker posted the audio four years after it occurred, which is curious as to why they held on the audio for that long. But nonetheless, they, they, uh, they put it out there. Um, during the rant, a woman asked him, why are you so angry? Which ironically seems to make him even more angry. Uh, this invokes his, he invokes his late mother, Donda, because, this is a quote from Kanye, because my mother got arrested for the effing sit-ins. My mother died for this fame, S. I moved to effing Hollywood chasing this S. My mother died for this S. FMTV. Ay, 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 ay. So here, let's let's take a listen to this audio here. Yo, I know I do, but I'd rather like just like the music speak for itself. You know, it's like, but I was happy to be in a situation where people couldn't say, oh, I was trying to come on my own song. But the times I'm like defending myself, I'm pushing the envelope. I wrote my fucking Run This Town verse for a fucking month. When I heard Eminem's verse on the Drake shit, I went back and rewrote my shit for two days. Language. I canceled appointments to rewrite. I fucking care. Dental you know appointments. And that's what I'm saying. Because I did that, Taylor Swift cannot win over Beyonce. Because, because I wrote my verse for two days. Taylor Swift cannot win over Beyonce. As long as I'm alive. And if I'm alive, kill me then. Oh, no. Kill me then. As long as I'm alive, you're going to have to deal with it. Because there ain't going to be no more motherfucking Elvises. Why is With so no angry? James Brown. Because my mother got arrested no. for the fucking sinners. My mother died for this fame shit. I moved to fucking Hollywood chasing this shit. My mother died because of this shit. Fuck MTV. There it is, people. Yeah, you're going to have to kill me. That's what Kanye said. Ooh, he's he's pushing buttons. Even back then, he's been pushing buttons for a long time, hasn't he? Um, in 2015, so several years later, during an interview with Q Magazine, Kanye was asked what he had to sacrifice for his success. West revealed, quote, My mom. If I had never moved to L.A., she'd be alive. Admitting that it was a heavy burden for him to carry, he added, I don't want to go far into it because it will bring me to tears. So take of that as you will. You know, obviously, yes, speaking about his dead mother, who he was very close with, will bring him to tears, but he's talked about the sacrifice. Now, the sacrifice could be she she got up, she uh, had to move to L.A., she had to do everything to help her son become successful you know you could look at the personal sacrifices along the way there you know you can think of it as or more literal like yeah her life was actually sacrificed for his fame 
So let's get into this freaking viral video. This is an exclusive clip shared on Instagram by the paparazzi page, The Shade Room. Uh, during this clip, Kanye West shares his wild theory about Hollywood elites as he sat in the passenger seat of his Maybach. In the interview, the rapper shared that his mother was sacrificed. Here we go. We're going to take the trip. We're going to go down the rabbit hole, people. They can't scare you. They can't control you. They can't. They, they, they try to suppress you, but that's how they try to categorize They you. can't control me. You get what I'm saying? They can control Shaq. They can control Charles Barkley. They can control LeBron James. They can control Jay-Z and Beyonce. Well, not you, man. But they can't control me. Not you see, you. it ain't no name I won't name. Exactly. It's up. Not you. You know what I'm saying? And just for minutes to Farrakhan, I love you. But the way you read that, I took that as a slight. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm taking no disrespect from nobody. So let's get on the phone and let's talk that out. I don't care who you are. I ain't taking no slice from nobody. No slice. Right. I ain't taking no slice from nobody. It's God. That's the only person that I serve. My mom ain't here. My mama was sacrificed. What? You understand? Yeah. Appreciate Michael you. Jordan. What about him? What? His daddy, right? Bill Cosby, his what? son, right? Dr. Dre, his son. You know, out in Hollywood, a lot of people come up missing. Mm -hmm. Feels like it might be a lot of that in order to control, traumatize. They want to monetize and traumatize. There it is. And God loved me. You understand? They, they hit me. Gap, Adidas, all that away. Still... Forbes, who hate me, right, had to write net worth 400 million. Jesus is king. God loved me. That's more important than thinking in life. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, and this truth is going to be heard. Y'all can't send none of y'all meat mills, y'all puffies, y'all little boozies, none of these names, none of these people that have to listen to y'all because they're dealing with, they have legal, I never killed nobody, right? Huh? I'm the pussy. That never killed nobody, right? But that means I can say whatever I want and not go to jail. There we go. <laughs> I'm the pussy who never killed anybody, so I could say whatever I want and not go to jail, he says. Boy, oh boy, is he contending right now. He is contending with a force that <laughs> is very, very strong. I'll put it that way. So we'll see what happens with Kanye, but woo. Man, oh man. He claims Shaq, Charles Barkley, LeBron James, Jay-Z, and Beyonce are all controlled. Michael Jordan killed his dad, sacrificed his dad. Bill Cosby, his son, Dr. Dre's son. So let's let's dig into what he claims here. All right, first let's look at uh, who he claims is controlled. And controlled, I, I, I take that as controlled by the Illuminati. Am I right? Am I right? So first up, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq openly admitted that he is a Mason on television. While on the air during the program Game Time, his Masonic ring caught the attention of the other host's eyes. When his host asked Shaq what was his blinding ring about, Shaq responded with a smirk, quote, that's a ring of my profession. You don't know nothing about that. Take a listen. 
Of course I am. societies and now i'm with the freemasons i've talked with ryan gable i think he's openly admitted he considers himself a mason i'm pretty sure that that society had things hijacked like the majority of american ideas the most uh, the majority of not just american ideas the world ideas so as far as all freemasons being bad i don't think so but they Definitely can control the hell out of you. Can't they? I mean, they got influence, don't they? Now, Shaquille O'Neal, I don't know if he's had anything bad go on in his life. I haven't looked up the, quote, sacrifices around him, but there are, um, he's definitely a Mason. He openly admitted that, but that doesn't make him bad. That doesn't make him Illuminati. I think there's a clear distinction between Freemasonry and Illuminati. I think that the Freemason um, society was infiltrated, just like everything else. Shaq was made a Mason of the Grand Master by the Grand Master of the most worshipful Prince Hall Grand Lodge of Massachusetts. Boy, what a mouthful that is! The most worshipful, worshipful Prince Hall Grand Lodge of Massachusetts. Oh boy. And he became a member of the Widow's Son Lodge number 28 in Boston. Widow's Son, that's weird. You have former NFL running back Larry Johnson. Everybody knows Larry Johnson. Heavy in the conspiracy world. He called out Shaq and his Masonic affiliation after Shaq and the Authentic Brands Group, which Shaq has shares in, purchased Reebok for approximately $2.4 billion. I have my pinky up to my mouth, everybody, if you're not watching. That's a lot of freaking dough, bro. Right? He's throwing that shit around. He's buying Reebok. On May 6, 2018, during an episode of Inside the NBA, Shaq did have a weird moment where he froze on air for pretty much the entire segment. This is bizarre. Um, some speculate this is MK Ultra kind of mind control stuff. I just, I think he was playing around having fun with the guys. But it is weird to watch nonetheless. Uh, check this out here. I'll make this big screen. Musical stylings of Victor Oladipo, yeah. who is the reigning two-time champion of the uh, All-Star Weekend uh, player uh, uh, talent Look at him. You are Mouth talented. I'll give you a little yeah. credit on that. A lot Thank of credit. You. You're very talented. I'm Look at that guy. His mouth is gaping open. He's just looks like he's about to start drooling. He hasn't moved. A muscle in his face, a mu muscle in his body. 
the other three carrying on their way. I think this uh, the white dude here in the uh, bow tie, he's a guest. And Charles Barkley and the other guy are, are one of the, you know, they're on the show quite often. But here we go. Look, look at this. I mean, you're not a karaoke guy like me, but you can ask oh. me. Oh. Uh, they pan away you know from they O'Neal. They go back right? to, but look at him. He's still doing it. <laughs> as a matter of fact, hey. as a matter of fact, uh, you both have experience singing New York, New York. His was uh, at the slam dunk contest. Yours was in Vegas. Yes. We had the show out there. Here's just a little sampling. Oh, my God. They're not even I'm looking at Shaq. I'm the news. I'm leaving today. I want to This is Charles Barkley singing, everybody. In old New York. Fantastic. They so go back, you. look. There's Shaq again. But I think they're starting to catch on because everybody's starting to laugh here, right? Karaoke. That's good, isn't it? Or he, or they're laughing at uh, Charles Barkley's uh, karaoke. You see those two mics back there? You made up your own words. You see those Wait, that was the words hey. in old New York. Yeah, a long away. Very strange. Am I right? That is bizarre. <laughs> Good old Shaq. What are you doing, bro? Um, they they did actually have him kind of snap out of it. And when he came to, he he acted like he was joking. Um. Since we're on this, though, and it's part of this this article here, let me give some cred here. This is Shaq froze on air for a minute. Is he a product of mind control? This is by Rolly Quaid back in 2018. Rolly put a video of Draymond Green doing this MK Ultra glitch. Check this shit out. This guy right here, right on the right. Watch. He's all smiles. And then what's happening? What happened? What's he doing? Where did he go? Earth the Draymond. Come back to us, Draymond. Where are you at? His mouth is wide open. He's staring. He went into a trans. Look at him. Oh, and they snapped out of it. Look. See? Now that was a legit like, oh shit, I shouldn't be doing this. That was a legit reaction for him snapping out of it. Oh. He closes his mouth. He comes back to reality, goes, whew, what the hell was I just doing? Hopefully that's what he's thinking. That's what everybody else was thinking. Ay, ay. Uh, Charles Barkley. Uh, this is going back to Kanye's claims that Charles Barkley is controlled. Now, the only thing I could really find on Charles Barkley is that once he stated on a show that he's never going to heaven and that he'll go to Shaq's house for something, I think this is a big stretch, I think, uh, Barkley is joking here. Here is Charles Barkley. Oh, you get like when I got I told you Dan Marley and Kevin Johnson. When I got those guys, uh, it was like it was like I had went to heaven, which I'm never going. Number one. Well, they got you, actually. Yeah, because yeah. they were already there. You but, know that for a fact. Oh, it's gonna be hot where I'm going. Over. It's gonna be hot <laughs> where he's going. <laughs> and you know what I'm gonna do? Some mornings I'm gonna go over to Shaq's house. And <laughs> Sunday mornings is going to go over to Shaq's house. Just kind of talking about Shaq. You know, being controlled. As Kanye put it. It's going to be hot where Charles Barkley goes when he dies. He thinks he's going to hell. All right, what's next on the list? LeBron James. Uh, we have a video from, who is this? Sheila Zelinsky. 
a YouTube conspiracy theorist personality. She claims that LeBron James is an Illuminati wizard. Ooh. And he's invoking the devil before taking the court by performing the, quote, chalk toss. Now, take a look at this, everybody. Is LeBron James just an athlete? Well, I believe this expose, we're going to take a little dive into what I believe is quite frightening. Now, here you're going to see this chalk ritual toss, what the sports world calls it a chalk toss, but it's simply a disguise for what he's really doing, a high-level conjuring, a spell, an incantation mm. from this Illuminati wizard where he's summoning demons. I believe he's conjuring up demons before every game. Plain and simple. Really take a look at these so-called chalk tosses. It is very frightening, simple. this ritual that he does. I mean, putting his hands up, these Baphomet-style dragon demons appear. Is LeBron... <laughs> dragon demons appear. I didn't see any dragons. I didn't see any demons. But uh, the chalk toss, nonetheless, you can think of it, yeah, as an occulty type of thing, right? Some voodoo. Now, they're good. So here's the deal is I found some voodoo powder, Right? There is voodoo power out there, people. It's called ritual powder. Look at this. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Yeah, look at this. Urzulis. How to use ritual powders for voodoo, hoodoo, conjure, and witchcraft magical rituals at Urzulis Voodoo New Orleans. Oh, yeah, of course this is out of New Orleans. But these powders, the, this... Website says, since ancient times, people have been using hand-pressed powders made from herbs, root resins, and plants for ritual and magical purposes. All powerful conjure voodoo hoodoo and witchcraft ritual powders use carefully selected herbs, plants, flowers, and resins known for their specific spiritual and magical properties. Now, these have to be like hand, you know, cranked. You gotta grind it up and all that shit. Weird. Yeah, I could LeBron be using this voodoo powder? I don't know. I don't know if it's just some freaking uh, that baby powder throwing up in the air. I don't know if it's just generic chalk or whatever. But yeah, if he's if he's actually using voodoo powder, then then we we got a conversation to talk about. But there's nothing to prove that this is voodoo powder that he's throwing up in the air. Nonetheless, it's ostensibly a routine that he, he performs before each game, making it somewhat ritualistic. And it's such a thing that the fans do it, too. They don't throw chalk, but they throw the confetti stuff. Check this out. It's time. Throws up the chalk. Look at the crowd. You got kids doing it, too. The return of the tossing of the rosin powder. It's his signature move, the announcer says. It has returned to Cleveland. So, I don't know. You tell me. Is that is that some sort of ritual thing that he's doing? I don't know. I think it's something just fun for the kids and everybody to do, but there could be something to it, bro. There could be something to it. Um, Michael Jordan was also known for clapping the chalk just before the game started. That was kind of his 
ritual as well. Some speculate that LeBron actually stole and modified this ritual from Michael Jordan. There is a tie between LeBron and Kobe Bryant's death that has to be mentioned here. Now, uh, if we all remember the night that Kobe died, so the night before he died, LeBron James surpassed Kobe's all-time scoring record. Okie dokie. And Kobe was the third all-time highest scoring player in the NBA until LeBron surpassed his record. In Kobe's last Instagram post, he congratulated LeBron, stating, quote, On to number two, at King James. Keep growing the game and charting the path for the next. LeBron is currently in second place for the all-time scoring leaders, coming up about 1,000 points behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I did see something about LeBron saying he's coming after Kareem next. So, I mean, LeBron is on track to beat Kareem's record this year, so let's pray for Kareem's safety as well. Uh, no joke. You know, we'll see what happens, but geez. Um, and not to mention Kobe could be looked as a sacrifice as well. If everybody remembers right before COVID started, right before the big C happened, Kobe Bryant died in that helicopter crash. And there was that, that video that went viral. I just tried this before the show and it didn't work now, but if you went to Google translate and you typed in COVID and you translated that from English to Hebrew. And then you copied the Hebrew translation and you pasted it back into the, the translator and you translated Hebrew to English. It translated into Kobe. So essentially, it was saying COVID equals Kobe. Woo. Very odd. Yeah, it was a legit thing too. I tried it back in the day and it worked. And... It's uh, it's something that they they don't have you doing now. Ooh, they they tamped down on that, didn't they? There was also the um, Google put out the day that uh, it was like Kobe was sacrificed or Kobe was murdered instead of died. Very strange things. They fixed that real quick too. Jay Z. Now there are many, 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 many theories about Jay Z in the Illuminati. Um, I found an article that just talks about five, right? The five theories on why Jay-Z is in the Illuminati. This is by Tim Gerstenberger. I love that last name. Any last name with burger in it, you're the man. Uh, this was from 2014. And I'm just going to kind of go through these with you. All right. So let's, let's look at it. Let's go through it. So number one. So this is, these are the five reasons that he's in the Illuminati. Number one, the name of his child. Jay-Z and Beyonce gave birth to a beautiful baby girl named Blue Ivy in early 2012. Basic thing is Blue Ivy spelled backwards is Ulb Yivy, which is the Latin term for Lucifer's daughter. You got to be kidding me. I don't know what the translation is or the Latin translation for my name backwards. Gerg? Ooh, I like that. Gerg? What is Gerg in Latin? I hope it's nothing to do with the devil. I really do. But that's that's very strange, right? So blue ivy spelled backwards in Latin is Lucifer's daughter. Oh my god. Number two, he decided to go vegan 
In late 2013, Jay-Z and Beyonce decided to go vegan. The rapper posted this information on his website. Now listen to what he put on his website. Quote, Psychologists have said it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. On the 22nd day, you've found the way. On December 3rd, one day before my 44th birthday, I will embark on a 22-day challenge to go completely vegan. There's something spiritual to me about it, being my 44th birthday, and the serendipity behind the number of the days in this challenge, 22, uh, in parentheses, you put 2 plus 2 equals 4, coupled with the fact that the challenge ends on Christmas Day. It just feels right. Are you kidding me? It ends on Christmas, everybody. He did this 22-day buildup to have it end on Christmas Day. Now, if everybody's familiar, the solstice is on the 21st, right? And, and you know, if you look at the paganism, they've, they've equated that uh, the falling of Christ, the Christ died on the 21st and then risen again on the, the 25th. You can, you can put it that way. That's like the, the sun goes down at the winter solstice. It's the lowest it'll ever be. For, and then it kind of stays even for three days that makes the cross. And yes, the 25th is, you know, supposedly Jesus's birthday, but I think that that's been proven false. I don't think he was actually born in December. So, you know, very strange that he takes this kind of this step at that particular time. And he is obsessed with the number four. So he did this before his 44th birthday. Um, I found another article that was kind of going in and out of his obsession with the number four. I think he had an album called 444. Um, number three, why Jay-Z is in the Illuminati. His clothing line is filled with Illuminati symbols and quotes. During a making of the documentary for his video, Run to Town, Jay-Z was wearing a sweatshirt that contained the Aleister Crowley motto, Do what thou wilt. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law is the full expression of Jay-Z Rockaware clothing line has also also often draws upon Masonic symbols. You have pentagrams, obelisks, pyramids, all-seeing eyeballs. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Number four, the constant flashing of Illuminati symbols. Jay-Z and countless other celebrities have often been photographed making a triangle out of their hands. The pyramid. Right? It's that pyramid shape. Jay-Z throws up the symbol in many of his music videos and whenever he is out in public. His greatest hits album even contains the image on the cover. You know, his fans do it at his concerts, I guess. It's just, it's all over the place with him. And number five, Run This Town video and album cover. The video for Run This Town is full of Illuminati references. In the video, everyone is carrying torches. This shows allegiance to Lucifer, who holds the eternal flame. The torch is also found at the top of Baphomet's head, the god of the Masons. Everyone in the video is also covering their mouths to show that Amun is their god. The Illuminati believe it is prohibited to say his name out loud. The album cover also has symbolism. The Freemasonry classifies symbolism as, quote, the first communication of ideas among men. It is the outward sign of the inner concept, 
a word, an image, a gesture which tells. To the one who is in the inner circle, the story of a secret and often arbitrary association. Jay-Z said in an interview, the three lines on the cover are because of, quote, the original three, which are the three stripes used in the old Egypt or in old Egypt to represent the pagan gods, Amun, Rae, and Ta. I think the P is silent there. The gods would later be known as Osiris, Isis, Horus. We've discussed this many times. This is where the all-seeing eye comes from. The eye of Horus in the battle with Set. Aye, aye. So what do y'all think? You think uh, Jay-Z is controlled in the Illuminati? I'm, I'm pretty 100% sure he is, but you never know, right? You never know. Maybe he's just doing it all for fun. He's just an entertainer, as he says. Um, oh, dude, I did find this one freaking crazy video, though. This is a pastor talking about Jay-Z. And at the end of this clip, it's a three-minute clip, so I'm going to play it for you guys. But at the end of the clip, he plays one of Jay-Z's songs backwards, and it lo literally just says, 666, murder, murder, Jesus. It's the clearest reverse speech that I've ever heard. Take a listen. Jay-Z, H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo, Jehovah God. That's what he calls himself. He believes that he is God, and he believes that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God. He believes that the black man is God. His, his clothing line is called Rockaware. Those are his clothes. You can't go into a... I mean, I, I have a hard time shopping for clothes now, Brother Dwayne. I mean, I, I, I just get depressed almost. I go into Burlington or something, man, and I mean, you know, I don't have Herman Murray money, so I can't, I can't be, you know... I can't wear gators every day. So, you know, I go to the regular department store, and every section is hip-hop clothing. Rockaway. Sean John. But this is Jay-Z, and he had an album called The Black Album, and of course these guys release songs, you know, underground, and they do this kind of stuff, and we just happen to come across a very disturbing song by Brother Jay-Z. It's a song that he actually recorded and has a backwards message in it, and we had to reverse the song and play the song backwards to get this message for you. Y'all remember back when the heavy metal folks used to do that? The heavy and they would put folks. the backwards max messages in their music and they'd say that your subconscious was smart enough, that right brain was smart enough to decode and flip that message so by the time it got to the left side of your brain, you understood it and you didn't even know you understood it, you just acted it out. Because they had the song called Another One Bites the Dust, Queen, played it backwards and said, I like to smoke marijuana. Oh shit. Yeah, and then they interview kids, and kids say when they listen to it, they just want to get high. They just want to smoke weed, and they had no idea that that message was being... Now, I've never done that. I mean, another one bites the dust makes me think of CPR, you know? Because I guess that's like the, the pace that you're supposed to give people CPR. Nonetheless, here we go. ...versed in their minds and causing them to want to do that. Isn't that weird? God made us smart. Look at somebody and say, you smart? So I don't care what they say about you. <laughs> Here we go. This 
brother has a very disturbing <clears throat> message in this song. I'm going to let y'all hear it. Can I let y'all hear it? Y'all listen. Six, six, six. My goodness. Six, 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 murder, murder, Jesus. <laughs> this made you feel kind of funny, didn't it? It's unbelievable. People stunned. People are stunned. I'm stunned. I, when I saw that, I'm like, I've never seen that. I never heard that. Why would he do that? And this goes back to the reverse thing with his daughter's name. You know, if he did this for a song, why don't we think that you don't think that he would name his daughter and have this planned out in reverse? If he's saying murder Jesus, I mean, it would not shock me that he named his daughter Lucifer's daughter. You know? Very, very, very odd. Let's move on to Beyonce. Now, there's a lot more to Beyonce than uh, I really wanted to dig into here. Uh, th I mean, that's like another show in itself. Again, when you tie it back to Jay-Z, Aaliyah, Beyonce, sacrificing all this stuff. I wanted to kind of focus on her alter ego, Sasha Fierce. Because Beyonce admitted that she has an alter ego, Sasha Fierce. She dedicated an entire album to her. Beyonce said, quote, I've created an alter ego. Things I do when performing, I would never do normally. I reveal things about myself that I wouldn't do in an interview. I have out-of-body experiences on stage. If I cut my leg, if I fall, I don't even feel it. I'm so fearless, I'm not aware of my face or my body. Aye, aye. That was a quote, everybody. Um, not being in control of herself, invoking a spirit and receiving it, being so possessed and out of her mind that physical pain is not even felt. The characteristics of demon possession slash mind control are clearly apparent. And just as Springmeyer and occultist state, there is always sexuality involved. So yeah, she does a lot of sexuality, uh, sexual things on stage. Found this article discussing... Her, uh, her alter ego. This is Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, and the Cult of the Demon Possession. This is written by Beginning and End in 2012. Nicki Minaj is another one that we can go into eventually down the road. Some crazy things, people. But yes, there's a couple videos that I do want to play about Sasha Fierce. Good old Sasha making her way out on stage. Through Beyonce. Check this one out. Many years ago, I named my alter ego Sasha, and it's something that stuck. So when I was trying to, to decide the title of my album, I realized it had two different sounds. One represented who I really am, and one sounded like my alter ego. So I decided to split it into two because I, I feel like Sasha is a big treat for my fans. 
Mm. Um, it's definitely exciting being able to have an excuse to be so over the top. <laughs> um, and and I think um, you definitely hear the difference. I try to keep Sasha on the stage. I absolutely keep Sasha on the stage. And now she has a last name. She's Sasha Fierce. Okay. So she wants to keep him split, just like her split personality. I mean, DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, is what happens to trauma victims. Sexually trauma. You know? When they're young, they have the multiple personality disorder. I don't know if this is necessarily that. But... She's just discussing that she has an alter ego. This kind of makes me think of um, Eyes Wide Shut, the alter ego when you put the mask on. You go to those sex parties. I think that's why people do it. They put on the mask to kind of change their perception of themselves and alter their ego. Um, Check this one out. She talks about the actual spirit of Sasha going into her body. In my mind, I saw the sex immediately. I said, I want something big. I want something that says I'm here. Beyonce. <laughs> and I, I, I drew it out. I drew out the ramp. I drew out the, the boxes for me and my girls. I drew out the list right in the O. It just so happened that a O was right in the center of my name for me to come down. I knew the dance. I knew about the pumps. I saw all of that in my head before it happened. And it's, it's great when you visualize something and it actually comes to life. When they meet me and they speak with me, they're expecting Sasha. And um, I'm really kind of shy, and not really shy, but more reserved and um, nothing like Sasha. But I guess I wouldn't be very entertaining on stage until Sasha comes out <laughs> and she's fearless. You know, she can, she can do things that I cannot do when I'm in rehearsal. I mean, I can try, but then it just doesn't happen. I can sing notes and sing strong and do all these things that when I'm just by myself, I can't do. And I remember right before I performed, I raised my hands up and it was kind of the first time I, I felt something else come into me. And I knew that was going to be my coming out night for the BT Awards. Okay, she raised her hands up and she could feel something coming into her. And she knew that was her coming out. Hmm. Have you guys ever had that happen to you? You just raise your hands up to the heavens and feel something come into you and take over your body? Nah, never happens to me either. Uh, you had the Rolling Stone actually put out a cover, or a story, I should say. Let's see if this will show up for you guys. Crazy Possessed Woman. Right there. Cover story. A possessed woman. Beyonce is gripped by a spirit so powerful it even has a name. Sasha. Yeah. So everybody knows she's possessed, I guess. That's the the moral of that clip. Yeah. So all these people being controlled, I think Kanye has a point. Don't you? I think Kanye has a point there. 
Now let's look at those who have been sacrificed. So Kanye, going back to the video, claimed that Michael Jordan sacrificed his father, Bill Cosby his son, and Dr. Dre his son. So let's start with Michael Jordan first, okay? So Michael Jordan's dad, James Jordan, was killed on July 23rd, 1993 by two 18-year-old boys when he was sleeping on the side of the road in his car in North Carolina. Uh, his body was found over a week later in a swamp, which was shortly after Michael had won his third NBA title with the Chicago Bulls. Now, James Jordan was killed on July 23rd, the 23rd. Michael Jordan is also the number 23, or his number was the number 23 on the Bulls. Um, they found his body. So his dad died shortly before this third NBA title. Am I right? So you can look at the sacrifice for success there. These were the two people, the two 18-year-olds that killed him. Larry Demery and Daniel Green. They were sentenced in 1996 for killing James. Green, who has said, uh, or has long said he's innocent, was sentenced to life in prison plus 10 years. Demery was sentenced to life in prison plus 40 years after he pleaded guilty to first-degree murder. Armed robbery, uh, armed robbery, there's armed Robbie too. And conspiracy to commit robbery. So Michael Jordan's father's death influenced Jordan's retirement just before the 1993-1994 season. When Jordan returned during the 1994-1995 season, he started struggling processing playing the games without his father being there. The biggest challenge emerged... Once Jordan helped the Bulls win the 1996 championship over the Seattle Supersonics. Incidentally, the decisive game six took place on Father's Day. Michael, I know that the first one was sweet, but how much sweeter was this one? Well, you know, this, I can't even put it in words. My father's up, but he's to me. I know he's watching. To my wife and to my, my kids. My mother, my brothers and sisters. This is for daddy. I'm very happy for you. Now you had said, Michael, that of all the accomplishments that you've made, that this may be the accomplishment. Why? Well, this goes right up there to having my kids. My kids are the most important things to me, my wife, my family. But next to them, this is gonna mean a lot to me because of what what it symbolizes, which is my father on Father's Day. It means a very lot, it means a big deal to me. The time that his dad was killed. Michael Jordan won his third NBA title. And then he won his next NBA championship on Father's Day. Very coincidental to me. Bill Cosby. On January 16th, 1997, Bill Cosby's 27-year-old son, Enos Cosby. Not penis, but Enos. Was murdered after stopping to fix a flat tire along the California's Interstate 405 in Los Angeles. So he was 27 years old, member of the 27 Club. At approximately 1 a.m., a Ukrainian born teenager, Mikhail Markarov, and two friends were at a nearby park and ride lot using this phone. Um, Markarov, reportedly high on drugs, Approached Cosby to rob him, but Cosby took too long to hand over the money, so he was shot and killed. Ay ay. Um, there was a video here of Bobby Hemet 
Oh boy, hold on. Explaining that supposedly Enos was supposed to follow in his father's footsteps and join a secret society or boule, but Enos chose a different path and was killed for it. Now, that's, that's you know, up in the air. I don't know if Cosby was in a boule or not, but <clears throat> this guy supposedly said he was. Let's, let's take a listen here. Try to get it queued up. Mmm, sick beat. What happened when it came to Bill Cosby was his son was supposed to follow in his footsteps, not necessarily in comedy, but was supposed to follow in his footsteps as a person that was supposed to someday join the ranks with this with the boule or with some form of the secret society that Bill Cosby is in. And as a result, he took another route, another route. And based on that, it set up the sacrifice. And as a result, he got taken out. Now, even uh, 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 the Atlanta Journal and Constitution, the white people were saying that the, that the woman, the woman that they, that they saw at that particular time, the woman that came out to the car, uh, we had on the fur that was supposed to have been his friend, this white woman. They say she was naked up under the fur. And she's in on it with him in the first place. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's the reason why, you know, he had to give, he gave $20 million to Rockefeller, which is, uh, you know, which is Spelman College. So anyway, what the deal is, is there was some type of sacrifice. All of them got to do a sacrifice. Okay. There was some type of sacrifice. So we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I don't really follow uh, Mr. Hemet. That is his name. Yes. Bobby Hammett. I don't really follow the guy. So we'll see. I don't know. But, uh, I know that Bill Cosby was let out of jail. I mean, he's a serial rapist and they let the guy out of jail. So he obviously can pull some strings. Dr. Dre. In August 2008, the Los Angeles Times reported that Andre Jr., Dre's 20-year-old son had been found dead in his home after spending the night out of out with friends. Andre Jr. was discovered in his bed by his mother just before 10.30 a.m. According to The Guardian, on the day of Andre Jr.'s death, his mother heard him come home around 5.30 a.m. Police did not suspect foul play. The cause of death was subsequently confirmed as being a result of, you guessed it, an overdose. Heroin, morphine, um, yeah, I don't really have much to say on Dr. Dre other than, you know, his, his son died. I don't have any connection to that. I wasn't able to find anything there, but I do know that I think right after his son died, you had, uh, beats, I think right around that time, 2008, 2009 beats kind of took off and that's like Dr. Dre's thing. You know what I mean? That's what he's known for. I mean, a lot of it, I, he's not just known for that, obviously. He's a great producer of hip-hop, but... Yeah, his beats kind of, his beats foreman, or uh, fortune, took off right after that. So, so that's pretty much it, in a nutshell, when it comes to Kanye. When it comes to Kanye's claims of the people being controlled by the Illuminati, the people who have sacrificed their family members for fame and fortune. Now... Closing the show, I do want to play a clip here. 
I want to play a clip of YouTuber David Dobrik describing his friend being asked to kill a family member for success. Let me know what you think. There was a time, whatever, we did that. It was stupid. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it, it, it was It's stupid. behind us. It was embarrassing. Whatever. Um, but the, 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 the point of this story is she really wanted to be famous, I guess. That's, mm-hmm. that's a, yeah, that's it what she wanted all. to be. And she met somebody um, who could promise her that. Mm-hmm. And she met somebody. Have you ever heard this? No. She met somebody. This is crazy. And he was like, I know how to make you famous. And she's like, how? And he's like, we can turn you into anything. Like, Scientology. We can, we can turn you, honestly. It, it may have been may something have been, like that. We can turn you into a singer, an actor, whatever you want. MTV's and, made. And one day he visited her, her apartment and he was like in a suit and tie. And I came in and I saw him in the suit. And then she's like, please leave. And she, and she closed the door on me. So I left. And she came up to my apartment fucking sobbing. And she was like, this guy, please, you cannot repeat this. And for, for three years, I held the story to myself because I thought this guy was going to kill me. But they were like, if you ever repeat this, they'll kill me and they'll kill you and they'll kill anybody that you love. And she was sobbing to me. And she's like, this is this guy. He came to me and he's like, he was telling me that. Sorry, my headphones are going in and out. You hear that? It, you just got to get, get closer to it. Oh, okay. That's his microphone gate. Um. She, she was like, this guy came to me and he's like, I can turn you into anything you want to be, but you have to sacrifice somebody. And I just spoke to my mother and my mom. My mom really supports me and she's like willing to be sacrificed so I can become like famous. a singer or whatever, famous, whatever. And she, this was completely serious and it was really fucking terrifying. Really, really terrifying. Like you believed mm. her. Totally believed yeah. her. And, and I didn't tell anybody until she she told you guys at dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank God she's telling somebody else because I did not want to fucking die with the secret. <laughs> you can't out. hold that for that long. Freaking out so much. And then and then one day we went to like a Hollywood party. And I don't want to say the names that were there, but they were like these big Hollywood guys who've been around for a really long time. Like, yeah. They're like, when you think of like old Hollywood, these are the names that come up. Yeah. And she was talking to one of them. She was an attractive person. So... um so like uh, the guys at the party were like into her and they're like listening to what you're saying. And she was just like, yeah, I was approached by the Illuminati. And, and this one guy goes, please do not, do not listen to anything they have to say. They ruined my best friend's life. And he was referring to Michael Jackson and he's like, they ruined my friend's life. They're horrible. Pe-. And it was fucking in. And I was sitting there. This was like for a 4am conversation. <laughs> and I was sitting there just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my I god! Like, I fucking I need to go I tell think, somebody. I don't think I'm supposed to be here listening to this. Stressing out, and I mean that's kind of where it got to. Like, that was like the climax of it, but it was like a really serious thing that she like. Okay, yeah, he's just describing his friend being approached by a man in a suit, saying, "I'll give you what you want. I'll turn you into what you want to be. Just got to kill a family member. That's it. You know." So I don't know. I don't know if this guy could be full of shit. He seemed to be pretty truthful to me, speaking the truth. Uh, His other friends, I guess, were told the same story. Maybe the woman's full of shit. Maybe the girl's full of shit. I don't know. So just bringing home the idea that it's out there, people. You know, sacrifice for fame. The sacrifice for fame. I think it is a legit practice that's used to control people. I think Kanye knows about it. I think he can't be controlled. Maybe he was uh, at once 
was controlled, but he's definitely not controlled now. He's spurting it out there, isn't he? So, yes. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Strange Sauna. If you really did, please leave a comment and let me know what you liked about it. Let me know if you have any questions. And I appreciate all the feedback, you guys. Love the support. Uh, let other people know about it, too. We're doing what we can. And, yes, God bless you guys. Uh, you guys are awesome. Love every one of you. Alrighty, until next time, sayonara. Uh,